0: You are listening to the Savage Fincast Retro, episode 15, Savage Dragon Ongoing 8 and 9. Chicago, a criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in its terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon.
1: the savage fincast the fincast that never got its halloween issue i'm raven perez i'm jib purcell
2: i'm craig olson
1: and you're listening to the savage fincast retro where we go back into the past take a look the shitty games suck ass yes yeah (laughs) yes uh Yeah, we look at those uh, old Savage Dragon issues of uh, our years gone by with sweet, sweet early 90s. And when things were a lot more extreme and you could put out a single issue and get a quarter of a million dollars, life was good, baby. And so we're taking you back. We're looking at those early issues. And I think we got some absolutely kick-ass issues ahead of us on this one. Uh, What are we doing today, Jim? Well, when Les
0: left our heroes, he was impaled in a spire. Uh, it didn't look good. I'm pretty sure he's dead. The series is cancelled. We'll never see him again.
1: How could that idiot Eric Larson do this? Kill your character in eight issues and then just kill him what a What a fool, What a fool indeed! He really painted himself into a corner.
2: Sales must have got below a hundred thousand. They had to cancel.
1: Yeah, a hundred thousand. What a joke <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's funny, Uh, I mean, I know we don't go super in-depth on these, but, you know, last issue, uh, when we did Savage Dragon 7, uh, we were like, man, I wonder, I think we actually said the words aloud, I wonder what people thought when they read this back in the day, and we just shared our thoughts, Jesus, man, the letters pages are (laughs) fucking hilarious for these issues, uh, Savage Dragon 8 and 9's letter pages are a true testament to where people's heads were at when they read that. It's incredible. Where were you when he killed that dragon? <laughs> Let me ask you guys. It's 1994. Where Where are you in life? Where am I in 1994?
0: Well, yeah. Alright, so I would have been in the... I was in 7th grade. I would have been in the fifth grade. I would have just been getting into middle school, having the worst time of it with my uh, fifth. Well, this was March, so I guess I still would have been in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Learning to love the Buffalo Bills from my fourth grade teacher. And uh, it would only be years later I'd find out he was a creepy, creepy bathroom pervert. But (laughs) I learned a lot about the Buffalo Bills at the time. Because they went to the Super
2: Garfield, Bowl like every year in the 90s.
1: A creepy bathroom pervert that loved the Buffalo Bills and Garfield. Mm, yes. And hamsters.
0: We had hamsters in that class.
2: <laughs> Jim, come to the bathroom. I want to talk to you about Jim Kelly no, and the no-huddle offense. No, there was
0: no kid creep involved. It was just regular <laughs> bathroom
1: creep. I mean that's creepy anyway, dude. What are we talking? Like he like poops and just leaves it, or
0: no? He was sticking mirrors under his shoes and poking them <laughs> under the the stalls. He was what? He put mi- sticking what? He put mirrors and cameras on his shoes and then put his foot what? under the stall doors. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the
1: story I heard. Uh, now you got to think he's creeping on young men. Probably yes. Oh, that's no good. I mean, it's no good anyway, Like, but what a weirdo. Yeah, he wasn't doing it at school. He was doing it at a mall. Oh, that's still weird. So that could be like he just didn't want to see anybody pooping. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> mm. yes, um, again, I wouldn't find this out until well after high school. Dear
0: Lord, what about you, Craig? Where were you in 1994, Craig? <laughs> yeah. You're probably uh, in coll- out of college with a job or something. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> I had two kids and a bad <laughs> smoking habit. No, um, I was a junior, I want to say, in high school, and I was probably just starting to get out of the comics because I like I needed to get a job to get a car, and I just remember like, like I just was like I gave up on comics for quite a few years, and then came back right towards the end of college.
1: You mean to tell me, then, that you witnessed Savage Dragon getting impaled, and were like, gotta get that car, though?
2: I, I, was, I was like, I gotta get that pussy and car.
1: I, yeah, I get and it. <laughs> when, Weird. When you, you know what's funny?
2: You need when, the car
1: first. <laughs> when when you said I have to get a car, we knew what you meant.
0: Weird, because when I got a job in my junior and senior year, it was because I needed money to get comics. <laughs>
2: There you no, go. I, you
1: know, I had priorities. Wow. Um. Yeah, let's dive on in, dudes. I think these are some fucking killer issues. Uh, You know, we don't, listeners, we don't go page for page like your normal FinCast, so we're going to kind of like breezy, easy-squeezy, cheesy-breezy through these issues, but you know what I have to say before we even get here? Bros, I don't give a fuck what anyone on this planet says. Uh, Cutthroat and Hellraiser. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Iconic.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, if you like knife dudes.
1: Uh, Yeah, who doesn't? Look at those skulls on his shoulders, Jim.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. These guys have never done much for me.
1: Are you? I
0: love them. I love
1: them. I love them too. So outrageous, but outrageous done right. They are, dude. You know, okay, so here's the thing. They could have just been normal skulls on his shoulders or whatever. They are like fucking super huge skulls, and <laughs> they're saber tooth skulls.
0: Yeah, may probably may, he probably works in paper mache. <laughs> and the great, giant
2: blade arm, all the knives, like excessive amount of knives,
1: ridiculous amount of knives, dude. His skull belt. A skull belt and a fucking v-neck. Never mind a v-neck. His fucking, like, shirt goes all the way down to his, like, happy trail.
2: And <laughs> Hellraiser it looks like he borrowed, like, an outfit, outfit from Paul Stanley. Uh, dude. last kiss tour.
1: Kiss. Absolutely
2: i love the the fucking like cup with like the zipper he even draws in
1: (laughs) i know dude is it then and that's what i'm saying though is that like what's so funny is is that like you're talking about like outrageous like his fucking hair is just outlandish as shit and like because that is that
0: is his hair yeah it's not just like two blades coming out the side of his head that's his hair sculpted
1: that's like his hair
2: spiked
0: yeah
1: yeah and and it's so and it's amazing. And, like and he
0: has a fucking cape. <laughs> yes, dude.
2: Like that's right. He does have Just, a cape. It's like you forget he does. Did he? I wonder if did he get rid of that on later issues? Maybe because, because, of, because of this
0: so, issue. He's got a straight up Superman cape with his <laughs> yeah. gimp outfit.
2: But it's awesome. It's like you know, supervillains like they dress like this. I mean, it looks silly on in real life, but in comics, like, it's supposed to look intimidating. It's kind of like how a punk rocker dresses like a punk rocker, you know? Like, it's supposed to be outlandish.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I, like, I these, like that. These dudes have, like, abandoned, like, society, right? Like, they're just fucking freaks are, like, just do whatever the hell they want. It's like Mad Max. But are they even, so, right. are they
0: even freaks? They're just dudes with knives. They
2: gotta I think be. think they have, like, super strength, they, because, minimum, uh, Eric...
0: They must, but... It's still they're they're very tame for freaks, when you think about it. I mean, right? Cutthroat, cutthroat's uh, blade arm is just because he's missing part of his arm. It
2: isn't. A, I know Eric is. Sorry. It
0: isn't a power. It's just uh, he just add put a
1: blade on his stump.
2: But he has super strength because he can cut into dragon skin.
1: Plus the both Eric's- these dudes are like toe to toe. Like, they're just beating Talk the shit it. out of Dragon here in this issue. So, they gotta have a bit of strength to them, dude. Yeah. I'll give you this. Yeah. They're not, like, on the same caliber of, like, open face and, like, you know, your freak freaks, you know, yeah. cesspool. But at the same time, like, I don't know. They just... They, they, they're strong and they're fucking crazy as shit and they're living that freak life.
2: Uh, I love it. It just kind of, like... No, like, ties to normal society. Like, I'm just gonna dress like this, <laughs> and you're gonna be intimidated, and I'm gonna walk around with my bare chest and
1: my fucking cup. ball pouch zipper. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have my fucking cup exposed everywhere I goddamn go. Um, can I say that, uh, the, even the splash again, do we don't go page by page on these, but like, just this sequence. It opens with this killer fucking splash of, like, dragging upside down and impaled. And, and you then, don't like, know if he's dead. The fucking slow ascent up. up the spike. Yeah. So good. It's pretty
2: wild stuff. And these page... The, the, the layouts of all these, like, first few pages
1: it's are a, all the same. It's almost the whole issue. But... Well, half. It's, like, half the issue.
2: Yeah. I mean, just the action. I mean, it, it just it's a feast for the eyes when you see him like pulling himself off the spire and then like you can there's no sound effects which is kind of cool too in a way because it's like it's just a cold snowy day you know and you're just bouncing off the roof falling Uh, you don't need sound effects really here It's I think it just makes it even better and uh, I just wanted to add one thing on this how iconic is the snow in this issue that's great like, the snow really sets the tone with him. Just, you know, the footprints in the snow, like everything. You know, the blood, the dragging.
1: I don't know. Yeah, if, it, just, if again, if it had not been snowing, like, this wouldn't have been as cool and impactful. And uh, that's the thing that immediately, like, blows my balls off, is uh, this issue, uh, to be a 1994 comic, bro, it looks like it was colored yesterday. Like isn't the coloring so good on this sequence? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Not, uh, it really is. I was just like, man. That's Ruben Rude for you Yeah. I mean, compared to think of it on like these retros. Like we have gone uh through some earlier colouring stuff where yeah, you know, honestly it aged like milk. I mean, mm-hmm. this was the early 90s. People were still fil- figuring this stuff out. It was all brand new. Holy shit, dude. This still looks good. Like, this sequence is still beautiful.
2: Yeah, I, I really, really enjoy this issue. It, it's There's a lot of characterization. There's a lot of quiet moments. The action's top-notch. I love the scene where the cops are kind of like, even Howard's like, basically, like, Howard Neisman's like, you know, we got to find him. He's a cop, well, this, you know? this is the like, first time we've that. seen
0: this Officer Dragon is Missing panel, which will recur many times in the coming future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, we should note, though, remember last issue when Dragon and Frank took the building and uh, Overlord just blasted Frank away?
1: Yeah, Frank became a goddamn Mortal Kombat skeleton. And right away
0: in this issue, right after Dragon frees himself, we see Frank on an airplane, very alive.
1: Frank's on a plane. and
0: (laughs) It's like a what? And that's going to raise a bunch of questions going forward as well, which I think is an interesting little twist. Because, you know, at this point, there's no no one knows what the deal is with with Frank.
1: You want to know the beautiful thing? I have forgotten what happened. So when I was rereading this for the FinCast, cast, I flipped by and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?"
2: <laughs> so Yeah, man, he's he's got to get out of there so he can't be a target.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's dead, Craig. He died last yeah. issue, remember?
2: No, I know, but I'm just saying and I mean, the whole point of him now of him being dead is now nobody knows he's alive. He doesn't have to be threatened. The even the vicious circle think he's Thinks he's dead
0: right 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 but we don't know the context yet because we don't know the whole lurch thing yet that has sure. that has, oh, well, that has guess a sign
1: guess i know what happened
0: <laughs> Hmm.
1: interesting
2: there, there's a lot to think about though in this comic like if you you got to put yourself having you know 260 issues but, is so much you already know but you got to kind of put those goggles on and be like You know, most of these readers are like, how the fuck is Dragon walking around with a giant hole in his chest like that?
1: Right. And the letters page, like, really spells it out. Like, you know, it's funny to... Because now we take it for granted. You know, like, Malcolm gets his fucking hands blown off and, like, we know he'll be fine. Right. But, like, uh, you have Dragon walking around with a fucking stump and a hole in his chest And, like, the letters column really sealed. People were like, how in the hell? Like, what are you going to do, dude? Like, what?
0: His his lungs probably healed awkwardly around it. And he, while he did have a hole in his chest, he probably healed enough to just stumble around. Right. Uh, But, yeah, the limits of his healing are not yet known. Yeah. Uh, In fact, uh, we're going to get to it next issue. We don't even know he's getting his hand back yet. As far as we know, he's going to be uh, stumpy for the rest of his life mm-hmm. at this point.
1: Oh, it's mind-blowing. It's a, I mean, I, I recall like when I saw the hand fucking go off. I was like, what the fuck? Like, dude, what?
0: I mean, we have seen Dragon like lose a lot of blood and come back, but he hasn't really grown anything back before. Right. There's
2: also a lot of mystery still going on about you know who mighty man is and people are starting to catch on to sam hayes and that like oh you know was it it an anagram and
0: even uh even um dragons are still a question even in this issue we actually see uh what's her face
1: mrs uh greenblatt yeah her yeah rodney greenblatt's mom
2: and and debbie harris's mom who's thrilled that dragon's missing right and she'll (laughs) and
0: she'll come she'll come back later yeah we'll see her again
1: yeah, I even love to, like, you know, we're about to hit up some Freak Force, and he's like, yeah, Freak Force is out there doing what they can, and they're like, damn straight. I'm like, oh, that's good, dude.
2: And our Richard Richards. <laughs>
1: yeah. So good.
2: How? I think that might be his first appearance. You guys got the... And Mace. I think it might be Mace's first appearance, right? Definitely yeah. Mace's
0: first appearance, yes. um You guys got print copies of this, right?
2: Mm-hmm. How yes. cool
0: is that uh Deadly Duo pinout by Eric? Yeah, that's great. Is that that's their another... first appearance? Yeah. Oh, beautiful! C- crap, it would be their first appearance.
1: Yeah. I'm like hell yes, dude.
0: Yeah, because you don't know
2: anything about these guys, and you're like, well, what the hell is this?
1: Yeah, nothing. I was thinking to myself as I as I flipped through this to again like refresh myself, I was like, oh shit, this would be for them like new readers. They would just be like, uh, cool. The, Who the de- hell is this? the deadly huzos. Yeah. They had no idea how fucking awesome things were about to get for them. <laughs> but, nah, just great action. Um, I love uh, these two just stomping the shit out of uh, Dragon while he's down. And I don't know. You, you, say,
0: you say stomping the shit out of him. I just see them being a nuisance. Because they do all this, like, damage to him. But even Dragon, like, beat up as he is, just fucking turns around and just batters them both they can't fucking do anything to him
1: well he's trying to get away i mean you know he, he he runs makes a run for it you know
0: yeah but so i mean you know that moment he gets caught in the alley and you get that really sad dragon in the snow face i love right. that yeah to me that's <laughs> uh, not dragon that oh i can't escape that's me oh i gotta kill both of these fuckers i, mean, that's I that's real, really really it is uh-huh. right <laughs> Because as soon as that happens, as soon as he's cornered, it basically turns the tables on these guys immediately.
2: Yeah. I just, the whole scene is very, like, Sergio leone type with a lot of close-ups on the faces yeah. and then zooms out. And oh, I don't know. That one, uh, there's that one panel. It's on the page where Dragon's running from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he finally gets up. And the one panel right before he's running where he's kind of looking over his shoulder. I love that panel. Oh if, yeah. For the for the listeners, I guess, you know, it's it's kind of a six panel with one bottom open panel, Dragon running with his stumpy arm.
1: Yeah, the but negative yeah, space panel. Th- right
2: after that? their yeah, right after they're laughing. Ha ha ha. He's got that woof when he hits the ground and then he looks over his shoulder. I love that panel. So cool.
1: Yeah, it's good, dude.
2: But yeah, this whole scene, this the alleyway, it's it's just great. Yeah. You know, typical wooden fences
1: fantastic uh sequential art too like when he's pounding yeah. him on the opposite page you get like that larson classic like left right left right action oh it's yeah so good dude it's so good the,
2: the overhead like narrow panels where you're seeing him run down that narrow alleyway Mm-hmm. love it yeah lots of action lines speed lines
1: feel like I, you're 100 percent right about like he was like eh you know fuck it i guess i gotta just beat the hell out of these two clowns and like uh how awesome is it that dragon used his cape uh like uh hellraiser's cape against him i mean because yeah, again this is 1994 up. you just don't see like uh, like everybody has capes like there's tons of caped guys around you just don't really see those capes used weaponized like at most they get tattered right but like here dragon literally is like using the cape as part of combat so good <laughs> just mummies him up and just gives him the old smash
2: I love when he snaps cutthroat's leg I, I remember reading that panel and just being like what just <laughs> grabs it and just bends his kneecap
1: Gives you that uh, kind of gross feeling when you see an NBA player's leg go the wrong way. Yeah. Just like Dragon's
2: oh. really messed up cutthroat through the years. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's why I say I don't take him seriously. Because he seems to I mean, be a
1: complete punching bag. Yeah, ultimately, he wound up being a total joke.
2: <laughs> yeah, but. Remember in the the miniseries what he did to like all those like innocent bystanders? Yeah, like didn't didn't he break his
0: leg back then too? Wasn't he in that cast back in the miniseries?
2: I don't remember if my, it was me- in the my, my memory but... on that's
0: faulty. I'll double check on that. Um, man, yeah, what
1: man? What? It's funny to think of dragon like. In these early issues, like, he could just pass out from blood loss, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, ha- it's the second time, right? Yeah. Since the miniseries, where it's just like, ugh, oh, lost too much blood.
1: He's like, oh, shit, zoop, it just drops. That's, like, it's funny because it's kind of like there's things that, like, he would do and then things that he, like, just retired, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you never see Dragon, like, fucking just pass out. for. He gets his fucking arms ripped off and he's like... You wouldn't hit an unarmed guy, would you? Like, he's making jokes and shit. <laughs> it's like, I
2: guess it's, you can attribute that to part of just experience and kind of understanding how his body works now and stuff, I guess, you know?
1: Well, yeah, it is That's important, too, going. to notice that, like, to note that, like, Dragon himself doesn't know his limits at this point. Like, not just the reader. Like, at this point, like, Dragon doesn't know. He can, like, fucking recover. So, you're right. You're correct.
2: We actually see Rapture wearing clothes. <laughs> Somewhat. It's it's cold. (laughs) She's got a jacket and pants on.
1: (laughs) She put on a red light. (laughs) That's a great Rapture, dude. I love her hair. Yeah.
0: That dry air makes it frizz.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think what's funny is I do think that is like the most clothed we've ever seen Rapture.
2: (laughs) Except for in Freak Force.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, listen, so we're at the end of the issue. I gotta just say like uh, dear reader, dear listener, you know there is a real cherry of a tribute to Jack Kirby. Right. He had just died around when this issue came out the month yeah. before yeah. March 1994, so it'd have been like right in there. And uh, it's funny that somebody in the letters column of the next issue notes. they were like, thank you for saying more than a sentence. Like, you know, and I was just thinking to myself and I was like, wow, because I mean, Aaron gives him like paragraphs here. Right. And like, of course, I mean, because, you know, Kirby did a lot and the letter where the other person is like, thanks for saying more than a sentence. It's fucking crazy to imagine like Marvel and them just giving like a sentence. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, King or just something like that.
2: Like, what the
1: hell? Talk about dropping the ball.
2: I can't remember what issue it was now. I was just reading an issue of something where Jack Kirby just had passed away. It might have been – I don't know. I don't know. But the, yeah, it was like right where – when Jack Kirby – it was another comic that had a big write-up on it.
1: Anyway, um, also, It, we're it was known. hard-hitting when it happened. I mean, like, goddamn, dude, like, I'm sorry. Like, please, like, just pay attention to these letters. They're so fucking funny because, like, I just hadn't realized. I, I was, like, reading these, and I was like, wow, you know, these early Savage Dragon fans were just straight up shitty at times.
2: <laughs> but I give them credit for 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 publishing the good and the bad.
1: Yeah. It, it's so funny because somebody's like, you don't publish anything but kiss-ass letters. And he's like, uh, if you haven't paid attention, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll publish whatever. And like, yeah, dude, people were like, like it's so, so funny, like, why is that stupid lizard lady with spikes in the, why is, they, uh, why is that lizard with spikes in Freak Force when she can't even fight? <laughs> Way to go, Eric.
0: You killed off the main character. I
1: hope you're proud of yourself. Did you read the one where the guy is like, He's fucking pissed. And he's like, well, you killed Frank, you idiot. I'm done. He was like, I hate image now. (laughs) He's like mad. I wonder
2: wonder how many of these letters, though, are from, you know, kids in high school or junior high or something, you know?
1: Well, that's one of the reasons why I asked you guys, like, I was like, where were you? Like, when this stuff was coming out, like, think about it. It It's like there were, you know, kids that were like kids reading this. Right. And so, you're not used to, as a kid, as, like, a fifth and a seventh grader, you're not used to seeing the hero, like, fucking lose. (laughs) So crazy. So, yeah, it's funny because, man, people were just, like, fucking... The fans were were going really, like, fucking hard on him, dude. They were like, oh, you're an idiot. Um, The other thing (laughs) I wanted to ask, because you guys you know i got into eric's work with savage dragon i don't have the Mm -hmm. marvel um back history i still don't i'd like defenders aquaman like i've never read any of it Mm spider-man none of it sinister six what the fuck are the garths and do you know what a garth looks like
2: i thought it was like one of the little guys he made when he was in high school
1: so so what he says in the letters column like a face. is he says the Garths are cartoon characters in the vein of the Smurfs that made many background appearances throughout much of my early Marvel and DC work they were cartoony versions of a good friend named Garth uh, Chateau suppose I'll get around to using them again eventually keep an eye out for them
2: yeah you don't really see him much I, I'm pretty sure I know his how it's like this little face has got a weird mouth um so it's
1: never appeared in Dragon, right?
2: I'll try to find one posted. I don't... I mean, it might have, but it's not like Guy and Duder or
1: John, any Or of that. John Day.
2: Or John Day.
1: Or Boom Pal Tacos or whatever.
2: I swear he like posted old stuff where he had it in like his yearbook or something like that. And I've seen it here and there once in a while. Because it's very weird looking. But if that's what, what I'm thinking of. The- I'll look it up, maybe post it on the eric larson facebook page or something or in the savage fincast page
1: um i would love yeah i would love to see a garth i have never seen one um the other thing that's fucking hilarious and again i know i'm sorry we're we're spending a lot of time on these letters page but they're just so fucking funny um just people's guesses as to like how the hell like he writes himself out of the cliffhanger of seven and there's like mm. one guy's like oh it's a dream and another guy's like spawn uses his magic to heal him <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so good. They just tie it all in, kind of like uh, then Spawn's origin tied in with uh, what's his name from Youngblood?
1: Chapel. 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 You know, yeah.
2: Big mistake. Do you uh? There's a on the last page of the letters. Oh, you saw that too. Like, yes. What? What?
0: The uh, Chris G drawing.
2: Is that Chris G? It is.
0: It's a, it's a C and a G. It's that's absolutely. I a see Chris the G. C and
2: the G, but I didn't know. I mean, it's a Calvin-esque looking dragon, but I didn't know if that was Chris
0: Russo or, or if it's. Is I, it really Chris G? He doesn't seem to have a letter in here, but he's the. It's signed with a C and a G. So there's literally like only a few thousand people that could be, but only one that draws kind of like <laughs> Calvin Hobbes
1: at this point in his life bro, it's I don't know. it's the chris G mouth nose and eyes like unmistakably, yeah, and so it's so funny because like chris G Russo like the rest of it changed, but like I guess, damn dude, in ninety three he had the mouth nose, and eyes mouth like the eyes nose, and mouth like nailed down
2: for the listeners chris g uh super g right g man g man g man, I'm sorry g man. Did the backups. He's got his own series.
1: One last thing and we'll get out of these letters because I mean, I'm sorry. I know like probably nobody loves them as much as I do, but it's just to me so funny to hear Eric tell people, the guy's like um, what about a uh, Dra- Savage Dragon video game? And he's like keep you, he's like, yeah about that, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw another letters I don't know if it was in this one or what it was like what about a cartoon he's like I'm not interested in that <laughs> yeah
1: they're great dude they're great uh, there's another one where they're- he tells the fan the guy's like can Dragon flip his fin over and uh, he's like nah it won't flip that far and then like you know, flash forward all those years later and like Malcolm totally just folds it over to put a football helmet on <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How about the,
2: it. the the back cover, the, the image uh, fan club, 15 Dude, the bucks?
1: The copy is hilarious.
2: I I like how it, though, it's like, join today in just a few short weeks. You'll be the coolest person you know. you receive the styling T-shirt plus exclusive button. <laughs> it costs like 10 cents to make a button.
1: Yeah.
2: And quarterly newsletter. I just want to know how long the newsletter lasted or if it was ever published at all.
1: I would love to see the newsletter like at all. Like what the fuck was it about? Um, it's
0: possible. No wait. The uh image insider. It was probably just wasn't, the inside okay. image. Image insider was probably the <laughs> yeah. newsletter.
2: Or the yeah, that, that was like the
1: Malibu at the time. But this the Malibu shirt image. The shirt's drawn by Matsuda. Like in that Jeff Matsuda? It looks that way, yeah. I don't know, I so, can't I
0: can't pinch zoom uh back cover. All right. I mean, yeah, it, I'm
2: I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, that's and it's, it's Art cool. Thigbert, I think, inked it.
0: All I know is that.
2: fancy is see the, the at.
1: <laughs> it is, dude. Talk
2: and about the eyebrows.
1: Yeah, you, you guys like we commented on it briefly with another friendcast retro, but brother, in the '90s, people were not afraid to give characters old man eyebrow. Yeah. Just fucking curl it up on the ends, dude, like a mustache. <laughs>
2: What's his uh, – is it Andy Rooney, 60 Minutes?
1: <laughs> Geraldo's got that going on now. This is Geraldo Rivera. He, like, tweaks his mustache and his eyebrows. Are we ready to move on to the second issue?
2: Yeah. I just – issue eight, I, I think it's an iconic issue. I, I loved it. I still love it. Looking, I'm looking back at it. It's been a while, and I was like, man, just – the art, the setting, everything that happens is just mind-blowing in that issue. It was it was fun.
1: I agree. Um, this issue is 10 out of 10 for action, story, plot development, like, art, coloring. Like, holy shit, dude. So, and again, you look at the way he is, you know, it's funny. I was listening to uh, Jim Rugg and uh, Ed pisker do their... Uh, blood and guts thing and you know jim was like yeah you know eric is like a more mature storyteller than a lot of the early image guys bro he is because if you look at the way he's like just slowly like you know doling out this world building man he's just like laying down little mysteries here and there everywhere yep yeah it's good dude it's it's head and shoulders above the other image books on uh, like already
2: and those guys made it a point that you know eric had been drawing his own comics for years and years and years it just even weren't published you know right so when it came to writing he was already like going through the paces for a while yeah where a lot of these guys are just starting to write their own stuff you know they've been drawing for years but not right you know besides like valentino
1: i'm sorry i'm not letting this go before i'm not gonna let this go it was it was part of the finn cast it was part of the intro guys right by chris g's right by chris g's drawing I want you to see something. 1994, March. The the writer suggests a Halloween issue. And Eric responds and says, I'll consider a Halloween issue. Eric, if you're out there, we're still waiting. <laughs> I. How many fincasts have I been like, bro, we get a lot of Christmas. I would love to see Halloween. Right. Don't take another 28 years, Eric. Please, please consider, consider. All right, sorry. I had to. Th- I had to throw it out there. I had to do it to him. Let's jump into
2: uh, issue nine of Savage Dragon.
1: Again, I just got to slather this cover with a little bit of love. I mean, like holy Toledo, dudes! Look at that. Uh, and this is a post Dave Johnson Super Patriot.
0: Yeah, you can totally right. tell Eric is trying to uh, Dave Johnson it. From
2: well, if you look at the inside cover. Above the four image comics, it says thanks to Dave Johnson for technical assistance because before this, I mean Eric was just drawn Super Patriot with tubes. Yep, and I feel any, like he's game any after will the series. Yeah, but this is coming right off Dave's mini series, which was mind blowing. I think a lot of people lost their minds over that series. I know I did. Oh just yeah, how awesome it looked! And so now Eric's got to up his visual game with Super Patriot. <laughs>
1: And for my money, like, this issue is, like, a Super Patriot showcase. Yeah. Like, if you didn't like Super Patriot, or if somebody looked at Super Patriot and was like, who's this corny, like, dude with a flag and a ponytail? Like, what what is his deal with his metal arms and legs? If you showed them Savage Dragon issue 9, they'd just shut the fuck up. <laughs> because is he not so goddamn badass in this issue?
2: Yeah, I love this cover. Like, I don't know what the hell that big device is or whatever, that tank is. It's a boiler. It's a boiler. Behind them.
0: Boiler, for it sure. doesn't
2: look like any boiler I've ever seen. But Well,
0: it's an industrial-grade boiler, or it's, a, it's part of the <laughs> heating system, yeah.
2: <laughs> Looks like something out of Star Wars. Um,
0: it's just a boiler. They, they have them everywhere. Have you never? None have you that never, looked like that.
2: Never, I promise you that. You, <laughs> I know it, it may be shorthand or something, but. There's no boilers that have a bunch of tubes coming out of the top. It's, it's the ho- just the
1: Chicago-style tube top boiler.
2: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's super creepy, though. I love it. I love that they're hiding behind it.
0: Well, there's, def- yeah. there's definitely, like, an insect, like, uh, like style to what's going on with Super Patriot here with uh, his weird uh, spider legs. Well,
2: spider appendages. Mm -hmm. I like, I like, he's done that. I love when he does that with Super Patriot when he makes him extend his arms and legs and and gets all creepy looking, especially when he's not in control of his own body.
1: Yes, dude. And again, you see so much of like the limbs like really like roboticing out in this issue. Oh, it's so good. Um, the, I have, what a horrible dream is extra funny. Um, when you, consider again letters got to take those letters in consideration guys like eric was having fun with the readers for sure with that like what a horrible dream because people were suggesting yeah. that a dream was the only way to get out of that like cliffhanger <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: so like you know it's he's playing already it's so
2: funny yeah yeah definitely you know you look at the page and you're like fuck that's bullshit <laughs> but uh it looks weird seeing these kind of splash pages without any title or anything nowadays isn't it Just yeah. clean like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, isn't that kind of weird? Like, wouldn't that kind of be punched up by a big title? Yeah. It's also funny, just all this character and personality. Like, Dragon's just such a hammy fucker. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. He,
0: he's the fucking worst.
1: <laughs> I'd slap his shit. I love him, dude. Like, that little, like, ooh face he's making when Rapture's like, bro, I'm going to fuck you tonight. <laughs> He's like, ooh.
2: But he's also like flirting with Nurse Stevens. Like, Nurse Stevens, what are you doing here? Where
1: he's, flirt- he's flirting with all of them. Oh, a cute redhead, too. It's like.
2: Except for Dart. She won't give him time of day. I love that face, though. That, that, a pretty redhead, too. Yeah. He puts his, <laughs> his arms behind his head. That's such a great pose.
1: Yeah, dude. The expressions, like, uh, just yeah. top to bottom are fucking hilarious. Like you said, Jim, like, you can see Dart's like, you fuck
2: is like every type of woman of his dreams in the in the room.
1: Yeah. And then Dragon's worst nightmare, the door knocks. <laughs> Anything could be behind click, that door. That's it, dude. Knock knock for the page. The, and then go I love
2: the click clack. I think. Dude, look at the face he's making to to rapture right before the click clack door opens. Yeah,
1: Raven mentioned that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, did you? Was that the panel?
1: Yeah, that's the one where he's like, "Ooh."
2: <laughs> yeah, he never draws like that anymore.
1: Isn't it great, dude? That's such a great face. The, ooh. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's very un-Erik-y, for sure. That's a an Eric Larseny face, but I mean, here it is, dude.
2: And then the splash. I feel feel like this is. I know we're not supposed to get the page
1: by page. I feel
0: like this is the first time we really see Dragon with uh, his two toes.
1: Yeah. um, You're probably not. I don't know. Because
2: what about when he was in the hospital last time with Inferno?
1: Maybe. Oh, you're right. You're right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is very similar to that Inferno uh, situation where, where Inferno just busts in, burns people up. Only it's Super Patriot.
2: You're right. Does, does does Super Patriot when he shoots uh, blast out all those shells anymore?
1: Yeah, he doesn't even blast them all out consistently on this issue. Yeah, shells, like they're kind of just there as you know.
0: It doesn't make a lot of sense that he'd have actual bullets in him since he has to reconfigure his guns to whatever he wants. You, the the question of where the bullets come from is one of those that you just don't
1: ask
2: yeah he right.
1: kind of gotta like let that one go. I, I guess, just don't recall if
2: he draws I don't think he draws the shells anymore
1: the conservation present of day.
0: Mass. uh where does he keep them um I guess he just keeps like what huge like spools of bullets in his limbs,
2: <laughs> yeah, just compartments or something, but he
0: never runs out and he also shoots <laughs> and he also shoots lasers. that's what those
1: shoulder pads are about, bros,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> I think lasers would make more sense.
1: But you know what? I'm glad it's bullets, because I like seeing bullet-riddled walls and shit. Yeah,
0: It's amazing he didn't hit anybody in this room.
1: I mean, you know, he was focused on killing Dragon, thank goodness. Because think how horrific this scene could have gone. Like, Nurse Stevens and, like, uh, Redhead, I don't know her name, I'm sorry. But, like, they are just normal people.
0: But, well, even Rapture and Dart are just normal people, and they get knocked out the very next moment. With a long spindly arms, it's so hard to
1: forget that Dart is actually a normal person. And dodged
2: all those bullets in that splash is amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I love it though.
0: Uh, but yeah, we get some good stuff with uh, Dragon and Earthner Sand basically on the run from Super Patriot, who's acting like real Terminatory creepy. And he does he does that cool thing where he jumps out the window and then he goes all spider. yeah yeah he goes all slender man before slender man was a thing yeah it's like
2: all the little tendons in his leg kind of separate
1: i love it dude to me when you've got like that is some iconic super patriot shit like when his limbs are all stretching around and he's making tons of guns guns on his
0: knees and guns on his
1: on his like uh every every part of his body it's crazy And it's also, too, killer body language, like, when Super Patriot is, like, you know, you talk about, like, the artistic chops that Eric has, and to sell the fact that Super Patriot's unconscious, yet his body is still pursuing, like, I mean, he nails it, dude. Like, he really nails it.
2: Yeah, like, he's all kind of, his body's kind of limp, and it's just the mechanics working. Yeah. How crazy. Oh, his heads just kind of flopped over. How
0: crazy is that panel where all the background is just sound effects? Yes, dude.
1: <laughs> that is the best. You're talking about the manhole panel? Yeah. Oh, that's so
0: good. Where he, where he shoots the manhole cover and it's all. Uh, what was it? Bracca, braca braca. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: The original art on those kind of things looks so cool, too, because you have. Because you know, this was back in the day, e that was back e in the day just,
0: when he still mailed the art to the cult, to the uh, letterer, and so all that stuff is on. Yeah, the page. Chris
2: E's just got his little ruler and just kind of, you can see all the blue lines and stuff. It's cool.
1: Um, let me throw this in. I said this in previous Fincast retros, but what a perfect fucking argument for image comics glossy newspaper. I mean, glossy paper. Yeah, because my issue eight. ...is on the image glossy and looks like it was printed yesterday. Right. My issue nine is newsstand paper. Ooh. With the barcode. Oh, you have
2: a news... Do you have the newsstand with the barcode?
1: Yeah, with the barcode. And, bro, this issue looks like fucking shit. <laughs> like, like, it looks so old. Like, this comic looks old as fuck.
2: You're going to have a bunch of people contacting you now, seeing if you don't want to sell it.
0: Is this rare or something? I think all the newsstand ones are kind of uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a piece There's of only a small shit. percentage uh, of are new I've only found very few while digging them out of the back issue bins. Uh and they're most of them are like the really early ones. Um so,
2: Yeah, well they didn't I think he stopped after like maybe I don't even know if he made
0: it to issue 20, but Right. Um so like the page right before the po well you don't even have the poster in yours, do you? I do. Well, yeah, John Cleary. The, all right, so the page right before the poster where you see uh Super Patriot shooting at Dragon and the lighting is all the
1: all lit up by the guns.
0: Going yeah. Off.
1: So that looks like dog shit. Um, it is not... The thing is, is that it is just obviously inferior. Like, the colors are not as vibrant. Everything is aged. So, like, yeah. everything is slightly, you know... It's that like mildew. Thyme.
0: That mildew's getting in there.
1: <laughs> you and your damn mildew. It's just not a show I hope you enjoy like... your stench. <laughs> I do, actually. Um... This John Cleary poster's great.
0: Man. Is it is it great, Raven? Is it? Oh my love god. It. I think it's fucking look cool. At, look at his, his wacky shit. Look at his
1: fucking forearms. Yeah, dude. Look at them. How they're fucking like Look at his neck veins. What,
0: look at his feet
1: like ending at points. Yes, dude. Then awesome. What are all these bandages on the floor? Those are bullet shells. Are they? Yeah. They are. Clearly, you don't like stylized art. Uh, Is that what this is? Yeah, dude. Look at the arm hair. It's awesome. This is cool, man. Craig,
0: do you have an opinion?
2: (laughs) It's like uh, Wacky McFarlane. It's like McFarlane on, like, I don't know, just meth. (laughs) Meth? Meth? I don't know, man. It's too much. It's like I want to be McFarlane, but even more stylized,
0: man. If McFar- uh, he goes
2: on to do the Deadly Duo series.
0: Does he? Oh, that's right. Okay, I kind of see with it with
2: Spawn. With Spawns first of, in the first issue, uh but if you look at his work, he really wants. He also did uh, the Satan Six, which was like a. Oh, yeah. Kirby uh, Tops comic. Yeah, yeah, that and McFarlane cover, yeah. Ink I think I have McFarlane inked the cover. And uh, he really tries to make be McFarlane, but it's like over-the-top McFarlane. It's too much for me.
1: I love it. Look at that gun. Look how fucking... <laughs> that gun is nuts, dude. I mean, the gun's probably the best part.
2: Smoke yeah, it. that's what
1: I would say. Wow, I can't believe that. I am I thought you guys had taste. Uh, no, I'm afraid, I'm afraid <laughs> you know, of not.
2: I, I was shocked that Eric used him for the Deadly Duo second. You know, from, I think, Andy Smith to John Cleary, and it just, I I didn't, I don't know, I wasn't a fan. Um, Those are the times, man. People wanted that, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was extreme, dude. I still think it has a charm. I would rather something look like this than look like a poor Rob Liefeld or a poor Jim Lee.
0: See, this looks to me like poor Liefeld. No. It I'm telling
2: you guys, it look watch when we get to the Deadly Duo and you see his series in the Deadly Duo, he's really trying to be McFarlane. If you go back, look at Satan 6.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he draws Spawn in that series too, so. Oh, you can see the McFarlane in the Deadly in this. Duo, yeah,
2: first the first issue. Like,
1: you can see the McFarlane in this. Like there's a thigh belt. Uh there's that knee shading like like that is mcfarlane as a motherfucker does mcfarlane put yeah. so many it doesn't so many, come across as much and does he put
0: so many in the creases up? into crotch that yeah did?
1: yeah dude it's like a fucking old man looking at you up from the groinal area oh sonny i'm a cock <laughs> <laughs> that's it more wrinkles than grandpa's ball sack it's nut. it's wrinkly dude i got a question for you guys So, on Mm -hmm. the other side of this, my newsstand edition has a black and white Vanguard ad. Do you guys have that? Yes. Question. Mm -hmm. This is my question for you. So, do you guys have newsstand, or what do you have? I have uh, direct market. Okay.
2: Yeah, direct market.
1: Okay, so does it say it's too goddamn perfect, or it's too gosh darned perfect? It says too gosh darned perfect. Gosh darned. Do you remember this saying it's too goddamn perfect? Mm, I don't remember, no. I remember it saying, God damn. And, and yet here it says, gosh darned.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's... That's not just a, a newsstand thing. That's, huh. that's all.
2: I think uh, I think it might have been on another solicitation or something. Maybe
0: it was an, Im- an image insider. Maybe. Okay,
1: just I'm curious. Not sure. We've praised this weird picture of Vanguard before, actually. So, When we did Vanguard, that's issues. So. Y'all... I love the intrigue uh, and the build-up. Craig, I thought of you as I read this because, you know, we just had this crazy thing, and this is the the second slug that uh, Dragon's peeled off of someone's neck. And I thought of you where you're like, you know, Dragon used to slow build-up things. And I was like, you know, I get it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, as I read that, I was like, you know what? I see exactly what Craig means, because... Because
2: r- you don't know what the hell's going on, he just keeps finding these little, yeah, worms.
1: Yeah, you just keep finding those little slugs, and I was like, "That's the kind of thing that Eric just wouldn't fucking do now." And I get it; I see where you're coming from because that was quite the build-up. Um, not to dig at us too much, but Eric and Kurt
0: uh, Kurt Kurt we take- were talking on Twitter today. Uh-huh. About how oh, uh, Kurt, when he was doing his Thunderbolts run, made a point that the first uh, seven or eight issues were all standalone stories in case uh, something happened and the series didn't continue, so that okay. things wouldn't end on like a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric said uh, similarly that he was kind of doing early Dragon the same way.
1: Well, Ooh, strong disagree.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing is that while it's true that there these are in uh, these issues stand on their own in right, many respects.
1: Right. Strong agree on they, that. They
0: they do tell a complete story, but they are all telling right. a larger story together. Sure. Right. And they are all seeding like things in that we be picked up on later. So there's there's a difference between wanting a done in one story and doing a story that is uh you know, an entire story while also little subplots while lying the groundwork for future stories. And I call that the overarching narrative. And I think some of that is missing from current Savage Dragon, whether or not it's just because Eric just wants the done-in-one format, or he just doesn't know what he wants to do uh, six or seven or eight months out, and so can't can't lay the groundwork because he doesn't know what he wants,
1: or doesn't know... Well, it's been three decades. I mean, he may honestly... I mean, he did it. So, again, it may just be a thing that he just feels done with. Right. But... um, It's funny because I always, like, sort of push back in other fincasts against Craig. I'm like, ah, you know, don't worry about it, Craig. You know, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. But as I read this, I was like, oh, the little slug on the neck. Quite the buildup.
2: Well, there's things like that. There's things like Debbie's mom. They're still kind of, like, showing her. It's like, you know. She's still around. Yep. It's just kind of like a little callback, you know. Mm-hmm. There's our Richard Richards. I
0: mean, there's a couple of things laid down in this issue. We see Freak Force. We see the current, you know. We get caught up on what Dart and Rapture and and Anne are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the 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 Leech thing. Uh, we get the rematch. Well, the the uh, yeah, we get the Savage Dragon uh, Super Patriot rematch from mm-hmm. the miniseries because yep. it, it's been a while since the last time those two fought. Uh, correct, correct. and then on top of all of that we get to uh meet Mace and yep. his uh in his uh dumb mace. Well, actually it's not really <laughs> his dumb morning star.
1: <laughs> yeah, morning star instead of mace, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. And also we catch up on um on uh, the shrew who we haven't seen in a while. And we also get and a he healing factor tease. And yes, we uh we get the boner pop moment. <laughs>
2: And Rapture and Dragon, like, an and item. we get
0: to see pages yeah. where we have to look at people and wonder what the fuck comic were you reading when you complain about all the sex in Savage Dragon. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's been here all
1: along, you dipshits. So again, we're talking about like we we're like in fifth and seventh grade, and like so, I'm a seventh grader, and I'm like, dude, like Rapture Sidewinder was one of the fucking craziest things. Uh, like me as a kid. Because I actually have a clear memory of a Marvel comic where Wolverine fucks someone. Right. And the way they did it, the way they handled it, is they were like, you know, they were like kissing, which they showed. And then they showed, like, Wolverine uh, after the fact that he was standing and just bathed in shadow. Like, he's mostly silhouette. You could only tell it was him because, like, there's some light on his face. Right. And, like, uh, there's just a little caption box and it said... (laughs) <laughs> sorry kids and i was <laughs> and that was in a marvel comic right <laughs> so meanwhile here we are like we're reading savage dragon and we get to the last page and not only is dragon about to like you know fuck rapture like no questions asked like they're building up to it for sure they don't like the camera doesn't pull away like she's dropping her she came over there in nothing but a trench coat but on top of that like you flip the page and then damn dude there she is like half naked <laughs> Quite the difference is all I'm saying. This ain't the house of ideas, baby.
2: <laughs> How cool is, is the drawing, the mace uh, appearance? Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy looking. He's got that
1: weird, like, girdle thing. I love it. I think these <laughs> weird aviator pants are cool, too.
0: Yeah. yeah, he does have, like, the fucking, like, thing sticking out. Like, of flared, flared out. out. Yeah. Uh... I, one one thing I did like was how uh, basically Dragon talks to the Shrew and says sorry, yeah, about I what like happened because he knows that this is all mind control thing going on. And the yep. fact and yeah. the fact that immediately Shrew gets beat up by Mace tells you that Mace is a fucking idiot and an evil fucker. He also
2: feels bad for the Shrew because he gets treated
0: like shit. He sure do. For and that ne- looking like a friend and that
1: never ends. Yeah, it's always a butt rag. Um, Alex is uh super cute dude. That panel where she's like dragon, again, like, another great face. Yeah. Like I think Eric was kind of like go like exploring a bit with faces. It's, it's crazy Phoenix. how young she's drawn. Yeah, back, dude. Back um, then, they were both so young. They were you know, in their early thirties, right?
0: Is she like supposed to be in early thirties? Because she really feels like she's supposed to be in like twenty years
1: old, like right out of like dragon's in his early 30s oh yeah he's a fucking old man and so the thing is is that you know all those years later alex is turning gray like in current issues right and so for alex to be turning gray and she's like a minority i I mean mean, i I guess it's only
0: been like 25 (laughs) years so i guess maybe she must be older at this point she
1: she must be older but yeah you're right she looks young i think it's because she's acting so cute also touching the stump and
0: also eric does the anime eye thing with his female yeah, dude. characters
2: did her date of birth is 72 oh, okay she's, so older, definitely she's older. young she's like 24 there or something
0: oh she's going great well i guess she'd be 50 over 50 so i guess it makes sense yeah. she should be going gray
1: that's about right yeah.
0: yeah but still yeah 24 yeah she's still pretty young cute
1: cute alex any Rudy uh for
0: her. any notable uh letters to oh comment? lord dude
1: yes there's there's so many good <laughs> ones in here um like basically uh let's see what is it fucking there's stuff that i don't understand
2: what about the one with t red and sir
1: fabio death <laughs> is okay yeah is that the one where the guy's like scammage yes okay legendary letter in this one You talk about printing letters that are not positive. This letter is written from these two Canadians that call themselves T-Red and Sir Fabio Death. Okay. And it has a numbered list. Two numbered lists. It just rips on everyone. (laughs) That are just like shitting on Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld. And like, it's fucking it's crazy, dude. I can't believe why Eric's does hero and this. wizard
2: kiss your asses so much? <laughs> and then he has like questions for other creators.
1: And it's clear he's like an Eric bus. And he's like, dude, for someone who doesn't, who can't stand us, you sure seem to read our books. And it's like, yeah, this guy is clearly like a fan, but it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's so funny to read this because it's like still some stuff that's brought up in 2021. He's like, Tell Jim Lee and the rest of your shitty staff that spandex does not stick to muscle formations.
2: It's just like it's so poorly written, too.
1: <laughs> well, you know that's the thing is we Dude, were talking about young... number eleven. Well, we Let me about... just
2: read read number eleven.
1: Tell Rob L The all of... no no
2: no the eleven before it.
1: Oh, okay. Regarding the Savage Dragon number three, quoting Mighty Man i'm not that kind of guy what kind of guy is he a faggot (laughs) what yeah dude super fucking (laughs) shitty dude
0: honestly that would have made me want to just throw that letter right in the trash if i had read that of course it was
1: 1994 yeah Yeah. what is hero he's talking about fucking hero magazine that's hilarious why does hero and wizard kiss your asses so much Get some real writers, you guys have no idea how to tell a story.
0: Wow, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. A hero wouldn't last that much longer after this, and now Wizards have right. gone for almost as long.
1: Learn how to fight before you draw fight scenes in your comic books. Ugh.
2: <laughs> what, a, what a, this is like a couple of nerds, probably, too, that are writing it that never, like... I don't know.
1: Where are they now? Are they? If you're out there, you're listening... Bro, I, I also want to say that this is uh, goddamn hilarious because we, in current Savage Dragon continuity, have Paul, who just lost his hand to Mako, the new Mako. And we are, like, making jokes about Paul getting, like, a Rob Liefeld arm. Yeah. And the letters in these pages of uh, 8 and 9, people are like, Please, please don't give Savage Dragon a Rob Liefeld arm. A cable arm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're like, please, please don't do it, Eric. Please. They're like, like, Savage Dragon is one of the few guys that looks cool and isn't covered in guns and knives and zippers. (laughs) Oh, it's so good, dude. These are so fucking... These letters are priceless. Like... I you know I remember this drawing by Toby Mays, that weird body hair, yeah. I remember that drawing so well. It's just such a weird savage dragon. Every body hair, it's te- it's not quick like every body hair tediously rendered.
2: <laughs> and the giant eyebrows.
1: Yeah, man. Ah, oh, so funny. Good
2: stuff and we got the the back cover we've got the first appearance of the savage dragon sculpture
0: yes dude and that, and, and, and it's very breakable fin
1: yeah <laughs> only 150 oh if only that was if only that was still send the
2: case. a check or money order in us funds
1: <laughs> um there's another one real quick where uh there's like the letter is written by Ben herman uh, we don't have to talk about it, but I love it that Ben Herman is still reading, s- yeah. still interacts, like still floating around Savage Dragon. I asked him. I said, "Ben, was that you, dude?" I just have to confirm, and he was like, "Yep." He was like, "That was me."
2: Yeah, he writes a lot.
1: Yeah, and a th- always have. a thing that I didn't know because again, I never read a lot of, uh, I never read a lot of uh, Marvel books and shit. But you guys talk about like Olaf Beamer. You know, from yeah. from the Netherlands, and I had no idea that Olaf was a guy that got his letters printed in DC and Marvel as well. Like, apparent
2: Olaf metal.
1: <laughs> well, like apparently his shit is like everywhere. Accord- like one writer, one letter writer is like, how the hell does Olaf get his stuff in every single like comic I read? I feel like every comic I read has an Olaf letter in it.
2: Would you like to make a fuck
1: berserker? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, dude. <laughs> it's good, dude. It's absolutely fantastic. These were these were classic issues to me. I like I think this one is really 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 fucking classic too, just because again, just the art is solid as a motherfucker, the ending of the issue is just a crazy cliffhanger. Yep. The action is over the fucking top, but there's also so much characterization and plot development.
2: Yeah, so easy to eat up back then. Like, just these issues must, have, I mean, just being so new and fresh and like looking back at it, it's like, man, these were, these are well crafted superhero funny books.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they hold, but. they hold up. Like, I, have bought things in the previous weeks that were not as good as this issue is now. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm. certainly uh, better than the ludocrats. We'll just call it out. <laughs> felt like a waste of my <laughs> felt like a waste of my money.
0: Really, you didn't like it? Not as much as this. Oh, it's way better. Well, obviously,
1: but I, I thought you would have enjoyed <laughs> that more. I liked it okay, but it's just like a you're talking about like solidly crafted comics, like. It's just amazing how this fucking comic from 1994, I don't know, you think of things like uh, that are really old as just aging out of goodness. Really? Like there's That's a th- weird w-
0: thing to ha- hang up to have.
1: No, it's not a hang I, I up. I've never
0: experienced saying,
1: that in my life. I'm just saying, <laughs> you lie, dude. I'm just saying things <laughs> improve with time. That's all. Yeah, they, they, should anyway. they get. Yeah, the older they are, the better they get. Is that always the case?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> things of, that are old are just as bad as things from now, and things from now are just as good as things were old. I don't well, know. I, it's my experience that older comics, good... No, sorry. Let me rephr- rephrase that. Good good, good quality media is, is uh, forever. Timeless. Timeless. Right? Exactly.
1: I agree. Yeah. If it's good, it lasts forever. I guess what I'm saying is that a lot of things are products of their time. Right. And unfortunately, that again, that can be a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, if you look at Gremlins, like, that's a movie from the 80s, if ever there was one. But Gremlins is timeless. Right. So is Goonies. Like, that's an 80s movie. Those are 80s kids. But, like, it's still Goonies is timeless. But, like, I'm just saying that um, sometimes you read stuff and you're just like, hmm, this definitely is some shit that was made in the nineties and savage dragon doesn't read like that. Like it's crazy to read these old issues. And I
0: think that was why I got into it so hard is because when I started reading around issue 90, I went back to the, you know, where it started and it was like, it was just another issue. Yeah. There was no massive distinction that this is from uh 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. And I think with a lot of stuff you go to read it and there's that like awkward phase, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's got that. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is, Jim. real. We'll make it manga. It's the one piece factor.
0: Yeah. It, Dragon had an awkward phase, but it basically by the time the miniseries was over, it was out of that awkward phase. Got it in three issues. He pretty pretty much. I think by issue three of the ongoing, he was pretty much, you know, where he was going to be for a while. He wouldn't really he wouldn't. Re- Eric wouldn't really like uh, he wouldn't experiment as hard until he got to like 75. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would he would yeah
1: I'll agree with that well holy shit um, fantastic issues uh, love talking savage dragon with you guys and join us next time I think uh, what do we got on the horizon Jim
0: oh well next episode we're going to be cover- going back to freak force uh, we're going to be covering freak force issue number three and in freak force issue number four uh, after that I'm pretty sure we'll be back to savage dragon got some more issues to do oh I Ah, oh, never mind. I'll bring that up later. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's it for this episode of the Savage fin- Fincast Retro. As usual, you can always contact us at savagefincast uh, at gmail.com. Find us on our website at savagefincast.com. You can find us on our our shows on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and uh, YouTube.
1: So thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.